Live on the Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. With Kenny Sargent. Beijing Dr. Douchebag. Crash Gladys. Get in crash position. And Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the Freaks. Coming off Freaks. Nation, what you doing on a Sunday night? Me? I'm in Southern California. Crash, she's hanging out in Phoenix. That man, he's there in Columbus. You? You do a little bit of traveling? You're sitting at home listening to the freaks. You're sitting in that big old fat diesel 450 or 350, 35. Regardless, we're just happy that you're listening to the freaks tonight. I know Statman, again, I think I say this for some odd reason every Sunday night. Statman may not be joining us for a little bit because his brownies put a beat down to the Ravens in Baltimore. Statman, congratulations, man. A beer's to you, buddy. You cannot ask for anything better, but I've got the question of the night right off the top of the show. Uh Uh-oh. You ready for this? Hit me. I've been told by my family that Blueberry and pecan waffles from the Waffle House, along with raisin toast, doesn't qualify for a fruit salad. Now, I'm told that that's not my family doesn't buy that, but I've been trying to sell it to them all day. I'm I'm asking you, you two are health nuts. Tell me what uh, am I wrong in that? Okay, so what's the item again? Blue, I heard blueberry and blueberry and pecan waffles and raisin toast. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. That's nah, not yeah. a fruit. It's, that doesn't qualify for a fruit salad. It probably satisfies you, but no. <laughs> that's just you're just against Waffle House. I know. That's <laughs> wow. Oh no, that, we've got a five and a half year old who just she'll do anything for waffles. So yeah. Waffle House is like her BFF. Well, I was the guy that walked into Waffle House with a with a I think a three and a half year old at the time, and asked if they had pancakes. <laughs> what? Well, that's right. That's what converted her to waffles from pancakes. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> oh, Freak Nation! That's how we get started tonight. Statman Crash Gladys Kenny Sarge at Speed Freaks again. We'll be here for two hours. The website SpeedFreaks.tv. We're there for you on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Coming up. In moments, Chase Elliott, your winner from the Roval. He'll be checking in with us. Also, we're going to have a freaking flashback tonight. And Crash, Stat, I'm not going to apologize, but we're, we're going back 16 years for this one. You remember the one and only George Thorogood coming into the studio, right? Oh, yeah. Wow. We were at 16... ESPN LA. Yep. Is that how long ago it was? 16 Two, years? 2003. Bam. Wow. Yeah, freaking flashback with him and Crash. Your voice basically sounds like that, too, during the interview. Oh, wow. Oh, no, no, it's no. All, we're, listen, we're all so geeked up. Again, Statman's voice hasn't God. changed in 20 freaking years. But, uh, uh, yeah, George Thorogood will be joining oh, us here in the no. second hour for a freaking flashback. We <laughs> ate serious pizza that night. <laughs> Statman remembers the pizza. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't fruit pizza either. We had some serious pizza that night. Holy smokes! You're, don't don't question your memory from time to time, Stat. Your selective memory is awesome. 
Hey, dude, you know, when he got good pizza, I remember that. Good pizza and George Thorogood. Bam. You know, Lemmy and Red Cup. You know, and come on. That's how got we that, roll. He got that laid down. <laughs> Michael McDowell will be joining us here in the Freak Nation, driving the 34 Cup car. He'll be joining us as well. Also, Statman, when did um, when did they change the name of American Rallycross? Last last year, last year, it, Global Rallycross went out of business last year, and okay. they started uh, the America's Rallycross. That is from IMG, the IMG, the people that do the uh, FIA Rally World Rallycross Championship. Holy smokes, uh, Tanner Faust! You may know that name. The guy is synonymous with rally, sports car racing, and numerous other items in a race car he's going to be joining us coming up also here in the freak nation again follow us on twitter follow us on facebook and get the website speedfreaks.tv crasher you had a chance to see most of the roval race today and everything that i saw on twitter and finally we've, we had a race that involved turns that gave us something to actually look forward to watching it just, this oh, this place never disappoints and i know rovals in the past have been from true road course drivers, they've just kind of been mocked because it's like, that's not a real road course. I, right now, I don't care. We were so entertained by the Roval both this year and last year that, yeah, this, it's got to be a staple on this schedule for NASCAR. It's just, it, it does not disappoint. We're going to regroup with some affiliates and be right back with Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes coming up Freak Radio Network. Speed Freaks, we promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined the freaks. Bringing in another round of affiliates for Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. How you doing, man? Thank you guys for being a part of this big old thing. Speed Freaks with Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent. Coming up in about 10 minutes, Chase Elliott, your winner from the Roval this afternoon. He'll be here. Cup star Michael McDowell will be joining us. Going to go flashbacking with George Thorogood. But first, Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes brought to you by General Tire. Do yourself a favor, man. Roll on General Tires. Get yourself a big old fat SUV, a Ford 250. Go for it, man. Go to General Tires at GeneralTire.com. Crasher? Like I just said, the Charlotte Roval never disappoints. Put it this way. Today's winner and second-place finisher both had incidents that put them at the back of the field. And then both of them also drove their butts off to finish 1-2. Props to the Hendrick duo of Chase Elliott and Alex Bowman. Bowman, by the way, suffering from dehydration post-race. And, oh, wow, to add insult to injury, while he's being attended to by medical staff on the track, a very angry Bubba Wallace approached him, spewed something vitriolic, and then threw water on him and, and stormed off. Yeah, those two had quite a day. But I think Bowman succinctly put it that he would not have spun him out the second time if Bubba just would have kept his finger in his car. All right. Arguably the bigger story, though, is that four drivers have now been eliminated from the playoffs. That would be Eric Jones, Ryan Newman, Kurt Busch, and Eric Almarola. Too bad, so sad. The, the field of 12 is now set for the next round, and I'm wondering, is Kyle Busch still a fave to win this whole thing? I mean, Truex seems to be the most dominating driver, but I have a news flash for you all. Kyle Busch, after his little temper tantrum and why he did not race the last seven laps, he just got out of his car and just went to the pits. 
After that, our five-and-a-half-year-old saw that and said, Wow, he's not being very nice. I'm not for him anymore. Whoa. (laughs) Yep. NHRA was in St. Louis, the city that just represents. Man, that crowd was good. Top Fuel featured featured a battle of father and son. Pops Billy Torrance putting the beat down on his son Steve Torrance. In Funny Car, it was a team duo on the line with two Kalita cars. J.R. Todd and Sean Langdon. Langdon the victor, now his second Wally overall. And the remaining classes were all girl power, baby. Karen Stouffer edging out a win with her laser-focused reaction times in Pro Stock Motorcycle. And Erica Enders just drove around Matt Hartford to seal her first win of the year. Believe it or not, Pro Stock Cars. Chase Elliott, next. Speaking Pitt, Lee Coral Studio. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Well, it's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and, of course, rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged style to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. Make your anywhere possible by visiting GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressively styling with speed freaks since 2001. Car not performing right, a dirty fuel system damages gas mileage and even your engine over time, but Lucas Fuel Treatment can clean and lubricate that fuel system, the fuel pump, fuel injectors, even carburetors and valves as you drive. It's designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment, it works. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks, and what if I told you the best burger you can buy to cook on your grill or stovetop? It was available in your favorite grocery store. Well, it is, and it's Bubba Burger. Just how awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound about now? Oh, my favorite, jalapeno burgers, Angus burgers, all-natural Bubba Burgers. Watching your caloric intake? Then grab the reduced fat and the turkey Bubba Burgers, all in your local grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, the answer is Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited, 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. The Coxville Blockers, the Albuquerque Chupacabras, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, we got your attention now, don't we? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history and a meaning behind it, like the Akron Rubbers, the Boston Accents, or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts are awesome, made with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are just stupid soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com and get... Awesome. MAV-TV, your destination for all things motorsports. TV home to all of the Lucas Oil Motorsports. MAV-TV televises off-road, modifieds, motocross, pro polling, and world rally championships, to name a few. MAV-TV is also home to the favorite enthusiast shows, such as My Classic Car, Chop Cut Rebuild, Full Custom Garage, Gears, and much more. MAV-TV is available nationwide on DirecTV, Verizon, and on most cable providers. Visit MAV-TV.com for more racing information and to demand... Your Mav TV. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. 
Thank you, Continental Tires. General Tires for making this thing possible. GeneralTire.com, a great website. GeneralTire.com. Four-wheel drive, a big old Ford. Got a Chevy Silverado. Go with General Tires on that bad boy. For more information, go to GeneralTire.com. Now joining us here in the Freak Nation, his name is Chase Elliott. Got himself a big win at the Roval this afternoon. And Chase, so here it is, man. You won at the Glen, now at the Roval. You seem to, you've got this road racing, road course racing thing down, don't you? Uh, it's been good this year for, for whatever reason, so hopefully we can keep that rolling. But, yeah, today was, uh, today had it, definitely had its ups and downs, but luckily came out, uh, came out on top. So it was, uh, it was nice. Well, explain these ups and downs. In case somebody didn't miss this race, shame on them. This race had everything any race fan could possibly want out of their sport. It was exciting everywhere, and you were part of the excitement as, well, heartburn turn, or I think that's what they're calling it, as you ran into the Tums sign after, with what, 65 laps down. What in the world was going through your mind at that point because you had such a strong car? Did you even think that you could get back into it? Uh, not, not really. Um, was just surprised that it didn't hurt it any worse than it did. You know, that was just a dumb mistake and, and hated that, um, hated that it happened, you know, and, and afterwards just was fortunate that it wasn't tore up too bad and and just had to keep the fight and and hope that we were able to climb back into it. And luckily, you know, luckily really things went our way and, and we had a fast enough car to fight back through it. Things went your way. You're exactly right, Chase Elliott. Winner at the Charlotte Roval earlier today. Talk about what your conversations were those last 40-some-odd, 50-some-odd laps. What were your conversations between you and your crew chief and others to get you through the field? Yeah, we were just, you know, obviously I was really mad and and just trying to keep calm, I guess, a little bit too. And Alan did a nice job of that. And uh, just, like I said, just trying to pick through them. And then the cautions fell at the right time. And I uh, had a couple good restarts to get back in position. So it was, um, it was nice. Chase Elliott, obviously road racing isn't easy in any series. Neither is coming from the back of the pack. When you're coming up on drivers, are there certain ones that you know to stay away from? Uh, well, I mean, you gotta, you know, you got to get by them all. So, yeah, definitely, definitely some tougher than others. But you got to fight through it, whatever it is. And like I said, luckily it worked out. We've talked about your skill at road racing and how it's progressing. Your win today was special on a number of counts. Is anyone mentoring you in your road racing? Maybe your father. Uh, yeah, definitely. You know, I listen to anybody who's willing to willing to talk, and he's certainly been one of them. He's certainly one to talk to you. Okay, so thumbs up for Dad. Anybody else from the team? Uh, yeah, I mean, we we work tightly as a team. So yeah, our, our whole group we we talk about it all the time. Well, just keep doing what you're doing. Sixth in points. He's got three wins now on the year. Ten top fives. Chase Elliott, thank you so much for giving us a call on Speed Freaks. Go enjoy your evening. Go celebrate. Yeah, thank you. And you look at what this young man's doing on road courses. We have said we say it all the time. I don't know, Crasher, if you've seen some of this, but with him and the simulator, with, with Chase Elliott in the simulator driving road courses, his time on the computer with eSports, it's paying off, and we questioned this early on many years ago when drivers were doing a, spending a whole lot of time on simulators and on esports, specific car racing games, and it seems to be working for these younger dudes. Yeah, it's 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 actually the way technology has has 
gone and it's it's just gotten so much greater that you actually visualize things through these video games almost as precisely as you do when you're on the track and that that helps immensely as you're learning new tracks especially as you're a younger driver in the series so yeah this <laughs> it's not just video games to be video games it's it's actual training which is fascinating to me curious used, that, go ahead i you i used one many years ago and i can imagine it's advanced infinitely since then but then they had steering wheels and gear shifts and pedals uh, an additional kit that you could add to the computer and you could really feel like uh, and it would all if you're in the wrong gear it would be reflected in the um, in the game in the computer and this simulation has gotten to be real crazy i mean they have even uh, uh what are cocoons or racing seats that you could sit in that will move with acceleration and bumps on the track i mean if if you want to spend the thousands of dollars to have that it gets real real crazy so yeah simulation plus you could save all the money from testing simulation for the driver has become infinitely important stat crash have you given any thought to this is the roval a good race for a cutoff race oh yes yeah oh because that only added to the intensity today i mean alex bowman he was absolutely fighting for every position today and it mattered i mean there was a point with was that seven laps to go or was it 10 laps to go in which if Ryan Newman stayed where he was battling with Eric Almarola and Alex Bowman in second place, he was still going to be on the outside looking in by one single point. It's just incredible. Then Ryan Newman made a mistake and that helped Alex Bowman and Alex didn't have to go for the win anymore, but he still drove from the back. And it, yeah, holy cow. It's yes. More races like this for cutoff races, please. I'd, I'd like the cutoff race. I don't know if it should be the one at the end because it had some randomness to it that uh, they're used to driving in ovals for whatever value that is. They're very good at doing it. Uh, and I'd like, I don't, I wouldn't like to see this be the, the cutoff race because it, it, it the, the, it's just, it just seems random when I was watching it. It's narrow. There's no um, runoff. And I don't think these drivers have enough discipline for this to be the championship decider. But this is what separates the men from the boys. Yeah, but, I mean, if you had more things like this, then yeah. But if you have 34 um, ovals and two road courses or 33 ovals and three road races, uh, I think – the championship but should be decided on a uh, a field let's say that they normally work on let's it'd be like uh, having the baseball world series decider on a softball field instead of a uh, a 90 foot base path full-fledged major league ballpark what about them putting does it ha, does it have anything to do specifically because it's the Roval and it's not a designed road course like the Glen or Sonoma? 
I think that's part of it, yeah. But I, uh, I just think that they don't do this enough. Now, I think they should do it more. But how would you like to, to have um, the NHRA race decided at a little eighth mile track like uh, Irwindale or, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, it's, you need to have, if you have a world championship event in front of thousands of people, then you ought to have it at a world championship facility uh, where you're used to running. I mean, most of their skills, most of their training, most of their experience is in turning left. And I think that's wrong, but if that's what you want to do, that's your championship. Go do it. Or having a drag race decided with a left turn at the end. I mean, that's 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 not what you do. <laughs> so they ought to do what they do. And whatever I like or don't like about it, that's what they do. And they've had success. At it. Freak Nation, coming up in moments, we're going to get into the discussion. Well, it really wasn't a discussion, but the issue with Alex Bowman and Bubba Wallace. Coming up in moments, your stat man, Scat. Also, Michael McDowell, we caught up with him earlier as he was in Phoenix, Arizona, walking up to someone's house with their season tickets. Uh, that's a good story. It's all coming up. Speed Freaks Pits, Lucas Oil Studios. Good evening, my fellow citizens. Every driver wants to win races. It's the way they're wired. But team drivers have priorities. The first is beating their teammates. Ferrari had troubles with all that today in Russia. Apparently, the team had a plan for pole sitter Charles Leclerc to lead teammate Sebastian Vettel behind him in third to lead Vettel around Lewis Hamilton, who qualified second. But Vettel was able to take the lead in Leclerc's draft and wouldn't give it back, even when the team asked several times on the radio. The real fun came when team officials kept Vettel on the track even after his tires were worn out. That let Leclerc back in the lead. Eventually, Vettel's power unit gave out and put him out of the race for good. Funny how that works. While all this was going on, points leader Lewis Hamilton of Mercedes was moving to the lead, and his teammate, Valtteri Bottas, was second, holding off Leclerc. So, quoting Mike Tyson, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. Or, in the case of Ferrari in Russia, until you get punched in the race. Peace. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Fall is here, and with the leaves changing, it may feel like you're running out of time to get any lingering home projects done before the holidays. Well, luckily, Home Advisor can give you a hand so you can spend more time watching football and less time doing home projects. From minor repairs to major remodels, Home Advisor will connect you with top-rated pros in your area. The pros have been reviewed by your neighbors so you can see what others thought of their work. And if you're not sure how much your project should cost, get multiple quotes from pros and use HomeAdvisor's project cost guide to see what others paid for similar projects. And to top all of it off, you can book appointments online, no more phone tag. So whether it's remodeling the den for football season or fixing up the house before the holidays, HomeAdvisor makes it beyond easy to get your home projects done to find the right pro at a fair price, just ask HomeAdvisor. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free award-winning HomeAdvisor app today. 
Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables, and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables, not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam, for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information, and then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. Lucas Oil, that's lucasoil.com. Great website to check out. A lot of products that you got trouble with your engine. What about outside your engine? Inside your car, outside your car. Lucas Oil has a product for your ride. AutoZone, O'Reilly Auto Parts, Advanced Auto Parts, depending on where you're listening in the country. Some some 7-Eleven stores, Circle K stores, they've got Lucas Oil products. For more information, go to lucasoil.com. That's Lucas Oil. That's oil, not oil. Oil.com. <laughs> Bubba Wallace, <laughs> Alex Bowman getting into it after the after the race. But it, evidently, if you're reading into it, it started during the race where what I'm seeing is Alex Bowman got angry with Bubba Wallace in that race because Bubba Wallace continued to flip him off mm-hmm. through numerous laps. Uh, initially, uh, crash, didn't this, did, did that start early on in the race? Where, oh, lap one. Right? Oh, yeah. Lap one. Because Bowman had to come through the field because of an mm-hmm. incident in final practice. So that's why he started at the back. And, oh, yeah, just lap one. It, 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 don't waste any time. Just get it going early. And remember, they've got some issues carried over from several races this year, but most importantly last weekend in Richmond, where the finger made its appearance outside of the car in Richmond several times around the track as well. So Alex Bowman today said he's over it. So that's his response is to take him out. So he, so he has the incident with the number three. Him. He just spun him. The number three last week. <laughs> and now he's got the issue with Bubba Wallace this week. And then, of course, we saw what happened with uh, Alex Bowman sitting up against his car. According to everything you're reading about him, he was sick earlier this week, a little dehydrated. And then Bubba Wallace comes up with some not-so-kind words and throws the, the rest of whatever was in his bottle in Alex Bowman's face. 
And that's where it stands now. Stat, I don't know if you're seeing anything more than that, Crasher. That's no. all I see. No. Yeah, that's all, that's all I've seen. And the one thing that I, that's come to me is that Wallace, now that he has some money and some resources and a sponsor that's committed to him, I think he's gotten a lot more uh, aggressive. He started to take uh, – people have been – pounding him into the wall and pounding him uh, all over the racetrack all year. And now that he has somebody that's committed to him and he knows he's going to be out there for a while, I think he's just starting to say enough and I'm not going to put up with it anymore. So then when you have two guys saying enough, I'm not going to put up with it anymore. This is what you get. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, if it happened between um, who was it that, uh, that drove each other into the wall uh, about four or five years ago. Um, former champion and Logano uh, and Matt Kenseth. Yeah, Logano and Kenseth. When they did it, everybody said, "Hey, that's just intensity." But when Bubba <laughs> Wallace does so it, true. it's uh, what's wrong with Bubba? <laughs> so yeah, I think he's just saying enough. I'm tired of you guys hammering on me and and. Uh, taking out my equipment, and, uh, you know, uh, here, take this. And he's not driving them into the wall. If they can't handle a little finger here and there, um, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's that sounds like a personal problem to me. <laughs> it's so horrible, uh... though. It just is. And then how about Kyle Busch? Here we have a red flag because of oil on the track, seven to go. And he just decides, you know, he's three laps down. He just decides, I don't have to put up with this. I don't want to sit in the heat, sit in this, on the track right here. So he pulls into pit lane, pulls back to the garages, walks out, and just starts washing, watching the rest of the race. Cameras Henley, caught him. Henley knows more about racing than nine out of ten fans in the stands. When she look at he, looks at him, says, I don't like him anymore. Now you know what I've been feeling for years, 20 years, 15 years, 10 years. I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of the attitude. I'm tired of the, I'm tired of all of it. He's probably tired of me too. So that makes two of us. But, you know, I mean, if he's, if he's too good or he's, he's arrogant enough to believe he's, too far beyond what all the other drivers have to do, then go sit in the corner and pout. Which he did. <laughs> Which he did yeah. say. Pouted yeah. in pit lane. And it's funny seeing people defend him on social media saying, well, it's no different than quarterbacks taking a knee when you've already lost the game and you, or you've already won the game, you know, vice, either oh, way. That, I, yep, that's out there. That's the comparison. But that then there's also sports comparisons not in defense of him getting out of his car with seven to go that say, no, no, no. You, as a professional athlete, you finish what you started. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah That's I see, the argument on both see sides. See Kyler Murray today with the Cardinals. Well, we're down 17. You know what? I'm done. Uh, coach, take me out. I'm headed to the locker room. That's it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, man. Or the – who was it that came from 21 back uh, today? Somebody came from 21 back. Uh, you know, I mean, enough of it. Enough. Enough. He's a spoiled brat 
maybe a good driver, but he's a spoiled brat. Uh, and, you know, just let him do what he's got to do. Let him, you know, if he's got it, wants to leave his car, leave it. At some point, the sponsors are going to say, hey, dude, you represent me, not you. And if you want my money, you got to do what I say. And at some point, that's going to come to head. Yeah, that was the first thing I thought of when I saw him in the pit lane and the cameras were just all over him and he's just got grumpy face. It's just, yeah. I thought, okay, so we might be seeing M&Ms on his hat and on his fire suit with the cameras with him right now, but we're not going to see Jack the rest of the race. And yeah, again, sponsorship wants you to finish what you started. So yeah, I I just thought of it all (laughs) as a bad look, period. You know what? I just, it just came to mind that, as it hazelnut spread commercial where the yellow M&M says, we ate him. They ought to have a commercial. We ate him. <laughs> well, so much for my serious comeback. My, my serious comeback was this just is such a crappy look for – Again, an outwardly classy guy in Joe Gibbs and Joe Gibbs Racing. Yeah. It's Joe Gibbs, say what you will about religion and praying and this and that. Joe Gibbs, right after a win or after a race, he gets his crew over there in the corner and they go in for a prayer and they come right back out of it. And imagine going in for a prayer and there's Kyle Bush just over there with grumpy face. When does Joe stand up? Does Joe stand up or is he just. Statman, does he continue to kowtow to Kyle? Good question. I, 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 that is a good question. I think that he'll, just like they stand up to Antonio Brown, as long as then, you know, take the, the craziness with, you know, the women. But if he's just worried about his feet or his helmet, people will put up with that as long as he's catching 100 passes a year and a, 1,100 yards. But, you know, when he gets outside of himself, then, you know, that's something different. So as long as Kyle Busch is winning races and challenging for championships, then people will put up with the, uh, the bad look. But when that stops, suddenly people are going to find something else to do with their money on Sunday afternoons. Now, how does Kyle Busch or any driver for that matter, and okay, I get it when a car cannot make it. You've got to send it to the garage and you're 70 laps short. But if your car is still in running order and you hop out, you just decide to park it, why not slot him with a DNF? Well, it's kind yeah. of, I mean, he was still going to finish way in the back anyway. He was three laps down. But doesn't he, he still gets points out of that? Yeah, he does. Slap him with a yeah. DNF and you take 10, 15, 25 points away from him. Yeah, I think if he does it a little too often. But still, he's got, you know, thousands and millions of people who support him. And if they did something to negative to him, then maybe these people say, well, leave our guy alone or we're not going to watch your races anymore. And NASCAR is, is in a delicate balance trying to keep those people around. But I think that they can't have that look Uh you know, they can't have that look in the sport where the drivers are uh, uh, just saying, I'll do whatever I want to do and you'll like it. 
right. Yeah. Uh, that that can't that can't be. So again, Kyle Bush doing that, and we once again spend so much time talking about Kyle Bush and his attitude versus anything that he's done on the track. That's just that is not a good look there, my man. His name is Michael McDowell. We caught up with him earlier this week in Phoenix, Arizona, as he was delivering season tickets to a season ticket holder. Uh, He also challenged a few novice go-kart or cart drivers. We'll get to that. Also, George Thorogood here on the Freak Nation. Bam! We're talking about a little freaking flashback. Follow us on Twitter, Kenny Crash, Facebook, and the website, speedfreaks.tv. Michael McDowell, coming up, Speed Freaks Pitch, Lucas Oil Studios. Good evening, my fellow citizens. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. After your engine, the transmission is the second most important component of your car. If you maintain it, it will shift properly and get you down the road without problems. But if you don't maintain it, problems are coming your way. Lucas Transmission Fix can clean and lubricate sticking valves and renew worn bands to make your transmission shift properly and stop leaking. It's compatible with all transmissions and transmission fluids. Lucas Transmission Fix. It works. Hey, you want the easiest car care ever, right? There's a couple Lucas Oil products you got to get your hands on. One, Lucas Slick Mist Fast and Easy Speed Wax. Two, Tire and Trim Shine. And three, Interior Detailer. It's better than anything on the market, so this is what you do. You spray the speed wax on a wet or dry surface, you wipe it off, and you're done. You think you can handle that? Lucas Interior Detailer rejuvenates interiors, and Lucas Tires and Trim Shine does wonders on tires and wheels. Lucas Slick Mist. It's easy. It works. Go to lucasoil.com for more information. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks. If someone's cooking burgers, I want a unique flavor. And there's only one that truly hits the spot. Bubba Burgers Jalapeno or Sweet Onion Burgers. And it's straight from your local grocery store. There's even reduced fat and turkey Bubba Burgers. How about an Angus Bubba Burger? Basically, there's not a better burger to throw on the grill for your weekend parties than a tasty juicy mouthful of Bubba Burger. Again, available in your grocery store. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. It's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire's wide variety of tires for whatever it is that you drive. Whether you're looking for off-road capability balanced with impressive on-road performance or ultra-high performance offering all-season traction designed with a driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has what you need to get where you're going. General Tire, proving anywhere is possible with Speed Freaks since 2001. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. 
Grab it and hold on tight. The Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative. Funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at AwesomeSportsLogos.com. That's AwesomeSportsLogos.com. And get awesome. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Good to get this dude back in the Freak Nation. Glendale native, big time NASCAR star. Uh, Michael McDowell joining us here in the Freak Nation as we get set for another NASCAR weekend coming up. But more importantly, some things going on earlier this afternoon. Michael, where you surprised two season ticket holders at their house by, what, walking up and hand-delivering their, their tickets to them? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I was a little nervous at first because, well, a couple reasons. A stranger coming to your door, you know, I don't know if they're going to know me or recognize me. Um, but uh, it was cool. It was a lot of fun, and, and they were surprised. And uh, just something fun to do that, you know, ISM Raceway, uh, you know, came up with and just honoring a, a few, and there's several there's probably hundreds of season ticket holders that have, you know, been getting uh, season tickets for 10, 20, 30. We met one guy that, you know, since the track opened up some 50 years ago. So um, pretty awesome just to, uh, to go and surprise them and have a little fun and, and hook them up with some, some merchandise and, and some 34 gear to uh, get them ready for the, uh, the race coming up here in a few weeks. You know, Michael McDowell, you joke a little bit when you say you were a little nervous walking up to somebody's door. You're a stranger. They might not recognize you because it's so true. The way any sport has been commercialized, the way it's been marketed over the last couple of decades, it's like in NASCAR, we only know you guys if you have your fire suits on. Or in football, we only know the guys if they're in their pads and their helmet. So, yeah, that is a little strange for you guys as professional athletes. It's like... Hey, got my jeans on. Got got this shirt on. I'm just normal too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but it was it was cool. It was a really neat experience, and um, then we had some fun uh, from there, and got to hang out with some more season ticket holders. So, yeah, it's been a fun day, and you know, it's nice to come home. I wish I could stay stay for longer, but I gotta head back and go to the Roval this weekend. We got a big race coming up. So, Michael McDowell, driving number 34 in the NASCAR Cup Series, joining us here in the Freak Nation. And you talk about the race that's coming up at ISM Raceway and the significance of a semifinal race, frankly, for regardless if you're in the hunt for the championship or not. It's still an important race for from many perspectives, whether it's setting up for next year or knowing what you've got going into next year. From a dude in the 34, what's when you get to the semifinal race at ISM Raceway for you, what is it all about outside of winning the damn thing? Yeah, for me, I mean, every weekend is important. And, and I, I really feel like every weekend, you know, it could be your last. So you just you just give it all you got. And, um, you know, but in particular, coming to a hometown race is really important. You got a lot of friends um, and you run want to run well. Um, but the other side of it is, is that you're getting to the end of the season and, you know, second to last race. And you want to go out with momentum and you want to go out with confidence. And you want that for your team and, and for your crew guys and your partners. The off-season is so much more enjoyable when the last few races go well and you feel like you 
overachieved or, or got a few more spots than you did, you know, the previous time you were there and, and feel like you're headed in a good direction. So, I mean, it's not everything, you know, the season's long and, and every race counts, but finishing strong uh, makes a huge difference going into the off season and, and a lot, you know, a lot of morale for the guys for the, you know, the, the you know, couple months that they get off. Of course, the off season is one thing. Tickets just went on sale for the March race in 2020 at ISM Raceway. Do you approach the two ISM Raceway races differently because of their time on the calendar year? You know, it is different. Um, and the weather can be, you know, that first race, it can be nice and cool or it can be hot. And it kind of goes both ways. But it just seems like the track, um, you know, changes going into what I call it the fall race. I mean, I don't know what y'all call it, but oh, it is. <laughs> um, the, the temperatures are a little bit cooler, but the track just, you know, takes rubber a little bit different. And the intensity just goes way up because you're in the playoffs. It's a cutoff race. Um, and so there's just, there's just a lot more of that energy that you feel and intensity. And so it definitely is a little bit different than when you come in the spring and you're just trying to get the season rolling. You're trying to get, you know, you're learning your cars, learning your people, you know, rules changes, package changes, you know, there's always changes that happen in the off season. So when you come back the second time, you, you definitely have, you know, a better idea of what you want and what you need and how you got to improve. Well, you, you are kind of a part of some high tempers in the last fall race here at ISM Raceway. Is that just what it is? People just want, regardless if you're in the championship hunt or not, you just want to leave the season on a good note. And it's like, I only have two more chances to do so. And then coming next year, Phoenix is going to be the final race. So that that's really what it is? Yeah, I mean, I think that it's a professional sport of high intensity. And, you know, I think that, like I said, every weekend matters, but it does feel like it matters more when you get closer to the end and, you know, everybody's fighting for their jobs and fight for their livelihood. And, um, you know, and I think that you see that in other sports as the season wraps up and you know, everybody's fighting hard. Michael McDowell driving the 34 in the cup series joining us here in the freak nation. I was probably 24, 25 years old and I had a foot race against Dallas Cowboys legend Drew Pearson, one of the best receivers that Cowboys ever dressed. And I beat him by a couple of feet. Granted, he was about 11 years old or 12 years older than me at the time. And I thought, I'm a badass. Do you get that with events like at Octane Raceway earlier today where you'll have people that get in cars and try to beat you so bad that if they don't beat you, they're aggravated, or if they beat you, they actually think they can drive a cup car? Um, no, (laughs) not, not for me. Um, I definitely think there are some fans like that for sure. There was a couple of guys that you could tell they'd been there a few times already this week, you know, they were getting ready. So you could tell they had their game face on, but, um, no, first and foremost, I was the fastest. So all that stuff goes out the window. doesn't really matter. (laughs) But the second part is that, you know, for me, I don't actually think about it too much i just had some fun and did it not too worried about it it's not going to change my career one way or but it depends on who's there like if my if my racing buddies were there or if somebody was trash talking i would definitely i would definitely prove a point but today it just kind of happened organically i don't remember any stories of you having any off-track excursions at a go-kart place 
But, I mean, is that in your contract? Like, for instance, you can't go all out at a go-kart track because of risk of injury that might affect you in your cup career? I don't know. I mean, nobody reads contracts anymore anyways, right? I mean, there's a lot of pages, so um, it may be on there. I don't know. Um, I don't think it is, but I bet you after this interview we'll find out. Somebody will let me know. (laughs) (laughs) And, Michael, I I would think the worst thing that could happen to you is getting your butt beat by a fan in front of your buddies or your crew because that goes through the offseason. Yeah, that lasts a lifetime. Those scars don't go away. <laughs> Those scars don't go away. Well, Casey Mears was a part of the festivities today. Did he race with you? You did a you did a chalk talk with him. What went down? Yeah, so um, yeah, Casey was DMC, which I can tell you is really strange because Casey was like interviewing me like I was a star, and and in the relationship of Michael McDowell and Casey Mears, Casey Mears is the star, not Michael McDowell. So it felt a little bit strange, but. Um, Casey's a friend of mine, and, you know, obviously he's not on the circuit anymore, but, you know, he's got young kids, and our kids played together, and we were always at the racetrack together. So it was fun just to catch up with him and, and hang out. I didn't get to race against him. Uh, we were splitting the uh, the workload. I was racing half, and he was racing half. So we never got to compete against each other. But um, he's a little bit lighter than me. So I, if he did beat me, I would just say it's just because of the weight, and I would be able to sleep at night, you know. Um, but I'm not sure who is the fastest. Well, Casey is now a Phoenix resident. Are you schooling him on, on the places to go and be seen here? Yeah, it's funny because uh, it's just it's a small world. You know, you just you look around, and you see all these people, and somehow, some way, some shape or form, you know them. Um, so Casey has texted me a few times, and they're like, hey, I ran into a friend of yours at gymnastics where my girls go, and, you know, just random stuff like that. He's ran into uh, just friends and family members. And, um, but, yeah, it's cool that he's, here with his family and enjoying the uh, the sun and um i wouldn't say enjoying retirement because obviously he's still racing and doing things but enjoying not being a, a full-time cup guy michael mcdowell joining us here in the freak nation talking about casey mears who is the nephew of one of the greatest open wheel drivers in the history of mankind when it comes to we called him mr mears in the freak nation crash mm-hmm. yes sir mr rick mears yes, yes rick yes, mears sir. uh <laughs> you've got the blue green vacations 500 eyes and raceway coming up november 10th but really looking at 2020 tickets already on sale for the march 2020 race but holy smokes can you explain to the freak nation about having the final nascar cup race in Phoenix, what that yeah. means to fans and actually this city in general? It's huge. Yeah. I mean, we were talking about that today. Is I don't think it's fully sank into everybody here to understand, you know, how big of an opportunity it is to host the, the championship round, you know, here in Phoenix at ISM Raceway. I mean, it's, it's such a big event and a monumental, you know, long season, big championship and, you know, we get to have a Super Bowl size event here in the Valley. And, uh, so it's really great for the fans and, and, you know, not just the fans here in Arizona, but, you know, the fans that follow our sport to have, have it mixed up a little bit and, and change it from Homestead and, and change the type of track, the style of track. You know, I think it's going to, you know, change the championship dynamic. So, um, really exciting, cool. I'm, I'm really excited for, um, everybody at ISM. You know, they did a great job with the renovations and, and just making the racetrack so cool for fans to engage and hang out and have drinks and enjoy the atmosphere and the races and the community. 
Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm just really happy that the investment paid off for them and they're able to, uh, to get the championship round. You said have drinks, and we know Michael Waltrip has his own Waltrip margarita in the ISM Raceway <laughs> infield, the Mango Rita. What would a McDowell cocktail be? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not fun anymore. I stopped, I stopped drinking a long time ago. I figured out that every poor decision that I've made has had two, uh, two factors in it. And one has been alcohol and two has been night. Um, nighttime. Nighttime and alcohol is pretty much um, all of my bad decisions have fallen somewhere in between those two. Um, so I would have, you know, like a, a iced tea or a lemonade or something like that. But um, it's okay, fans. I'm not judging. You have as much fun as you want. I just know that it ends up trouble for me. And we can't get out of an interview with Michael McDowell without, again, bringing up many, many years ago when we were doing a Saturday edition of the Freaks. We called him up after he won a race on a Saturday afternoon, called him up in his hotel room. Come to find out, Statman, what was going on that uh, that evening? It was his honeymoon, and he <laughs> he answered the phone. Now, how many people in the Freak Nation, male or female, would answer the phone on their honeymoon? <laughs> yeah, that's a no for me. Yeah. <laughs> Think about that. Out of all the drivers that we've had on for 20, almost 20 years, has there ever been a stranger more, there's no way he's going to pick up incident than that one? Anything come to mind? Jeez. I can't think of anybody else who would answer the phone. Right? <laughs> Out of 20 years of interviews, who else would answer the phone? I don't, and, and it's, maybe you guys have a better gauge on really what happened. Shoot, was that 15 years ago, 16 years ago maybe? We didn't have the immediate access to PR people. We Granted, we had cell phones, but we didn't have texting, didn't have anything like that, like we do now. Right, so did, something last minute, we had to go straight to the drivers. Yeah, do you, I, I don't recall if we got a hold of his PR person. I don't, no, I don't believe so. And, and said, we're going to call Michael. It is, it is honeymoon, man. Yeah, because I think yeah, that would have been a, a big time turn down. Yeah, you know what? I don't. I don't want you guys calling him tonight. He's actually uh, getting married and yeah. just started his honeymoon. <laughs> yeah, the only other one that I remember was uh, a great driver who won a race, and he was scheduled to be on the show and called and canceled, and we called his uh, uh, PR person. In fact, his factory, the person who paid him the biggest check. And next thing you know, the guy called in three minutes early. <laughs> Funny how that works, yeah. That right. Another bizarre one was Greg Biffle not making his phoner with us many, many years ago in the, from the Truck Series after a Truck Series win, I believe. And we're like, God, that's just not like Greg. You know, but we're still talking on the air and just doing our show, just not worrying about it. But then a random phone call comes in in the second hour of the show, and it was Greg. It's like, man, I'm so sorry I'm late. I was helping somebody who ran out of gas out on the lake. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and he towed him back into their dock. <laughs> that was that was awesome. And Yeah, it d- didn't matter. He was late, but didn't matter because he had such a great reason. <laughs> and I, I understand how when you're in the premier motorsport series 
at least in this country, when it comes to press coverage. I understand it's difficult to have to do every freaking interview that comes along. But, again, to have a dude like Greg Biffle, who <laughs> realized that again, one time for two or three years there, it was the winner, the truck winner's duty to call us after every race. Yeah, I loved that setup. That was That was awesome. And it just goes back to some of those truck drivers, NASCAR Truck Series drivers that would come into Freak Nation, and they weren't – some of them were hardened veterans, Bobby Hamilton Sr., guys like that, but they would still come in and have a hell of a time. Yeah, we had – who was it? That, uh, one of the Bodine brothers. We had dancing on a tabletop in Las Vegas once during one of – Was that Brett? I don't Brett or it might have been Jeff. Jeff is the oldest one, I think. Oh, yeah, I think it was Jeff. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Was it yeah. Todd Bodine? No, it wasn't Todd. No, I think it was Jeff. Yeah, Bodine. We, we had Todd singing singing a song once on yeah. the on the show. I remember that. Yeah. Wimbley Bodine, Bobby Bodine, Stanley Bodine, Car Bodine, a lot of Bodines. There were Bodines or Sauters. A Freak Nation next hour. Tanner Faust will be in here. And a freaking flashback with George freaking Thoroughbred. Coming up, Speed Freaks Pitch, Lucas Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. The football season's back. And now you can get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, BetOnline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit and make your bets on your favorite professional or college teams. Every spread, every total, every winner, and every loser. Straight bet, parlay, or tease your way through the season. Will Mahomes throw for 56 touchdowns? Can the Pats go undefeated? You can bet on all of this with the fastest odds, updates, and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, betonline.ag. Head over to betonline.ag or use your mobile device to join today and use promo code COACH55 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Get into all the action today with betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight to 
today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent, sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Statman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. Nation coming up this hour, Tanner Faust, America's rally cross points leader, I believe at this point. He's going to be joining us here in the Freak Nation. George Thorogood, a freaking flashback 16 years ago here in the Freak Nation as we celebrate our 20 years of the Freaks. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, thank you guys for hanging out. You missed the of the show. We'll have it up on our website, speedfreaks.tv for you tomorrow morning. Tanner Faust, hey... His first time, I believe, Statman in the Freak Nation, was it after an X Games medal? I'm having I'm having a mental break block here. The first time Tanner Faust showed in the Freak Nation, uh, probably. Right? I, I'm I'm thinking back. He's been coming in and out of the Freak Nation for so long, uh, but yeah, I think it was. Uh, no, it was before that. It was before, I think it was after he won a rally and, uh, maybe in, in, uh, he, I think it was after he won a rally and we bought him in and we had to explain a little bit about who he was. And by the time he got to the X games, people kind of, Hey, this guy is pretty, pretty serious. Now he's done movies and, and, uh, I've been the host of a national, international television show, and and uh, he's got quite. He's a, the first person to win two consecutive uh, drift championships, and now he's he's won uh, rally cross global rally cross championships, and now he's on the verge of winning a um, America's rally cross championship. So Did America's, Faust, hold on just a second, Kenny. Did America's Rallycross, even though Global Rallycross went defunct, is America's Rallycross pretty much the exact same thing? It's just, I mean, all the teams pretty much transferred over. Is there anything that's glaringly different? Oh, it's it's very different. Oh, the really? Rules, okay. Yeah, the, the rules are different. 
the uh, they don't have the teams didn't transfer over. Uh, the cars are different. The rules are different. The format of the racing is different. Uh, it's it's they bought the uh, European rules here in America and and uh, are doing it with those rules and not some hodgepodge of rules that the Americans came up with. That's right. It's it's kind of more of a bracket system, right? Because I read where with Tanner's win yesterday in Austin. He that something was written in the sense of in his final race, his final six lap race, or something like that. Is it is it like an elimination bracket? Yeah, you you earn you have uh, heats and you earn points in each heat, and the, at the end of all the heats and the semifinals and the last chance and so forth, the the ones with the most points, those are the ones who get to run in the finals. And uh, in global rallycross, if you won a heat, then you would advance to the finals automatically. Uh, and I think the points in America's rallycross are accrued through the season. So you're working as hard as you can each um, each heat, and it makes for a better show. Think about that. Think about what millennials want in their sports experience, at least their live sports experience. It's just constant activity. That's what it sounds like with America's Rallycross. Yeah, that, and when Rallycross started, uh, I knew the, some of the people that put it together, and they were trying to compare it to NASCAR. And I said, no, 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 oh. this is not NASCAR. This is more like NFL, that you have a lot of activity, and then you've got several minutes to talk about it. And then there's a lot of activity, and then you've got time to talk about it. That's kind of what uh, a Rallycross is. It's a it's a great show, especially now when you know that uh, all the points that are accrued during the day go to the driver, and that decides who's going to be in the final. So yeah, Tanner Faust will be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Also, we we would it, we should mention either during the interview with him or sometime about Scott Speed. Yes. Uh, the injury to Scott Speed in America's Rally. We'll talk about that. Also, George Thorogood coming up for a freaking flashback. Going to reset with some affiliates. Get back to it with some Crash Gladys pit news and notes on a Sunday night. Chase Elliott, your race winner from the Roval. He checked in with us in the first hour. We'll have that interview up for you in the morning at speedfreaks.tv. Motorsports Radio, redefined the Freaks. Resetting with a number of affiliates joining Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. How you doing? Coming up this hour, Tanner Faust, America's America's Rally Champion. No, America's Rallycross Driver Points Leader. He'll be joining us in here. George Thorogood, a freaking flashback with George. But first, Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes brought to you by General Tire. General Tire, official tire of the Freak Nation. You got an SUV, a big old truck. Big old diesel truck pulling that camper. Roll on General Tire. Do yourself a favor. Go to GeneralTire.com. Find the tire you need for your ride. Head over to Tire Pros. Big old tire. Discount tires. They got them. Crasher, go ahead. That Charlotte Roval does not disappoint. Get this. Today's winner and the second place finisher both had incidents that put them at the back of the field. And both of them 
drove their butts off to finish 1-2. Yep, that would be the Hendrick duo of Chase Elliott and Alex Bowman. Bowman suffering from dehydration post-race. And, well, okay, while being attended to by medical staff right there on pit lane, Bubba Wallace approached him, said something nasty, and then threw water on him and stormed off. Those two did have quite a day, but Alex Bowman then kind of capped it off by saying, well, I probably wouldn't have spun him if he just kept his finger in his car. Of course, talking about the middle finger from Richmond last weekend and then again today in Charlotte. The bigger story, though, maybe, is that four drivers have now been eliminated from the playoffs and the field of 12 is now set for the next round. Lots of faves going to one Mr. Martin Truex Jr. NHRA raced in St. Louis. The crowd and everything just looked awesome on TV this weekend. Top Fuel ended up being a battle of father and son where Pops Billy Torrance put the beat down on his son, Steve Torrance, who smoked his tires. In Funny Car, it was the team duo on the line with two Kalita cars of J.R. Todd and Sean Langdon. Langdon the victor, now his second Wally. And the remaining classes were girls, 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 girls. Yes, girl power. Karen Stouffer edged out a win with her laser-focused reaction times in Pro Stock Motorcycle. And then Erica Enders, maybe it wasn't the reaction time. She drove around Matt Hartford, though, to seal, get this, her first win of the wheel, of the year, believe it or not. Oof. Lewis Hamilton nabbed the Formula One win in Sochi, even though he admitted he was not confident that he would do so because, well, the better tire strategy was all Ferrari. And America's Rallycross, they raced in Austin yesterday. We will be talking with the Austin winner, Tanner Faust, next as he fought hard for the win and now leads the points with one round to go in the championship. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks, and what if I told you the best burger you can buy to cook on your grill or stovetop, it was available in your favorite grocery store? Well, it is, and it's Bubba Burger. Just how awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound about now? Oh, my favorite, jalapeno burgers, Angus burgers, all natural Bubba Burgers. Watching your caloric intake? Then grab the reduced fat and the turkey Bubba Burgers, all in your local grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, the answer is Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. For over 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, and your anywhere. From the aggressive all-terrain performance of the new Grabber ATX to the strong and durable all-purpose terrain Grabber APT, General Tire's balance excellent on-road performance with off-road capabilities designed for all weather conditions. Remember, with General Tire, anywhere is possible. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. General Tire, helping to keep speed freaks on the road since 2001. Car not performing right? A dirty fuel system damages gas mileage and even your engine over time, but Lucas Fuel Treatment can clean and lubricate that fuel system to fuel pump, fuel injectors, even carburetors and valves as you drive. It's designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment, it works. MAV-TV, your destination for all things motorsports. TV home to all of the Lucas Oil Motorsports. MAV-TV televises off-road, modifieds, motocross, pro polling, and World Rally Championships, to name a few. MAV-TV is also home to the favorite enthusiast shows, such as My Classic Car, Chop Cut Rebuild, Full Custom Garage, Gears, and much more. MAV-TV is available nationwide on DirecTV, Verizon, and on most cable providers. Visit MAVTV.com for more racing information and to demand your MAV-TV. 
the Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative, funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at AwesomeSportsLogos.com. That's AwesomeSportsLogos.com, and get awesome. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. This segment brought to you by our friends at Lucas Oil. Go to lucasoil.com. Or better yet, put smart folks to Roll over to O'Reilly Auto Parts, AutoZone, Napa, Advance. And check out the plethora of products that Lucas Oil has to provide to you to keep your ride on the road. At Speed Freaks on Twitter, Facebook, we're all there for you, man. And the website, speedfreaks.tv. Good to get this dude back in the Freak Nation. Tanner Faust, your points leader, your rally points leader, joining us here in the Freaks. And, Tanner, we were talking about this a little bit earlier in regards to rally and how it's changed over. Can you clue in the Freak Nation how we went from World Rally Cross to where we are now with America's Rally Cross, the, the differences in those series? Uh, well, hey, how you doing? By Good, way, it's man. Good to talk to you. It's been a long time. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it, it was a little bit of a weird transition. I mean, uh, one sport was on its way out. There was a, there's a World Rally Championship that, that I used to compete in in Europe. It's based mainly in Europe, but it's in three continents to be called a World Championship. And uh, they wanted to expand to the U.S. for a long time. So a few years ago, they made some moves over here, and uh, all the teams jumped on over to uh, jump on that. And the, the organizing body is IMG. It's the same uh, IMG that, uh, you know, organizes, also owns part of uh, Formula Drift Series and, um, you know, uh, let's see, Bull Riding Association. So there's a lot of different uh, organizations that IMG's involved in. But uh, so they seem like a good crew to jump in with, and everybody jumped on board, and we're having a good time. Tanner Faust joining us here in the Freak Nation. Are you finding that, whether it's in, in Austin or mid-Ohio, are you finding that people are grasping the concept of of rally because it's it's one of those motorsports events that it might not be easy to understand or to follow unless you f- see it live and then you find people are really hooked. Yeah, rally cross is for sure. Rally cross is one of those sports. I know we've said before when we've talked before there started that it's like it's it's the sport for um, people with ADD. You know, it's like got uh, drag race starts. The races are only like four minutes long. There's crashing, jumping, pushing, tarmac pavement. Uh, gravel, all kind of mixed into those three minutes. You can hold a beer and sit in one seat, see the whole track. So it's it's kind of the perfect sport for somebody with ADD, and that's kind of, um, you know, makes it an easy spectator sport. So when people see it live, they're definitely hooked. We, 
in Texas this last weekend at Coda, we had you know a ton of repeat fans, that's for sure, and we expect to see that in Mid-Ohio, which is a little bit different. In Mid-Ohio, people show up, they camp out, they do like the whole family thing, actually, which is kind of cool. So it's, um, it's definitely grabbing on in the U.S. Um, it's not like in Europe where if you just start a loud car, 40,000 people show up, but uh, the American fans like to be entertained, and Rallycross is entertaining. Yeah, what I really like, as Statman was telling us, is how you are accumulating points, not just by wins for the championship, but through every round that you're on that track. I mean, that keeps you guys laser-focused throughout the entire weekend. It, you know, it's true because it comes down to just, there is just one race at the end that is six laps long. But if that was the only points-gathering thing, then, I mean, every bit of strategy the whole weekend would be just about those six laps. Um, but because you have, you actually get more points when you accumulate all of the qualifying heats than you actually get in the race. So it's critical that you're, that you're nailing all of the qualifying heats, you're putting in fast laps the whole time, and it keeps the battle going for two days instead of just the very end of the weekend. So, Tanner... It's great to talk to you again, dude. I'm listening to your voice, and it, it has been a while since you've been in the Freak Nation. It has uh, been. Yeah. Uh, the Rallycross, I was at Mid-Ohio, and there weren't a lot of cars there, but that was the first event of the season. Is there? Are there more cars? Are there more people talking about becoming a part of this? There, there are. I mean, there, there were three Toyota people there at this uh, last Coda event um, that are fishing it out. There's um, three or four other manufacturers that are looking to get into the sport. I think it's taken a bit uh, of an interesting turn in Rallycross. And, and, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm sure in the Freak Nation there's a, a mixed perception of electric racing and what that, what that means for the future of motorsport. But Rallycross has been tagged as one of the few sports that kind of fits the electric profile because the races are short. They require a lot of horsepower, speed. It's a young demographic. The cars look like actual cars. It was kind of like hill climbs and Rallycross were, were kind of in the, the target zone of the manufacturer. So a lot of companies are coming out and fishing around on how they can show some of their electric platforms in Rallycross. And because of that, there wasn't a lot of spending that it seemed like people would make in the combustion engine side of things in Rallycross. There's been a bit of a pause for that. But um, the sport is alive and well. There are hundreds of cars out there. We only we have eight or so that run in the top class in the U.S., but there is no doubt that it will be an electric sport in the, the next few years. Wow. Wow. That's yeah. All right, that's cool. Uh, you are leading the points. You have a chance to win the championship next weekend in uh, Mid-Ohio. Your big com- uh, competitor, Scott Speed, uh, got injured in an accident earlier this year. Tell me you wish that he was there so that the two of you could go head-to-head for that title. You know, we, I mean, we were teammates for a long time and, you know, teammates are also competitors, but teammates. Um, and, uh, I thought we had a really good battle going this year. So it was a bummer that he did break his back. I, I still think the Beatles was still the car to beat for the second half of the season here anyway, but, 
Um, I, and I tell that to them every time I see them. But it's a uh, <laughs> we so you know we we were actually really looking forward to having a, a tight battle to the end, and it is a bummer. I'm I'm glad that he was up at the event in code, actually up on his feet. He has a brace that he's wearing, but he didn't need surgery, so his recovery will be pretty quick. Um, but yeah, he's out of the season. Um, Subaru signed on two more drivers from Europe. Uh, Andreas Bakkerud, who I've known since he was a pimply teenager driving front wheel drive 1600 cars and um, became friends with uh, back in those days racing in Europe. And then uh, Yoni Wieman, who's a guy I was teammates with uh, on Andreas uh, Erickson's team back in the day, you might remember. So there's uh, t- two guys that I know really well, very aggressive drivers. It made for a big show, and it was it was great for Subaru to add to the car count um, in Texas. But um, the Beetle was a, was still able to kind of pull it off, which was which was awesome. And uh, when we go into Ohio, we need to break away at least two more points than the next place Subaru of Sandell in order to take the championship. So that's our goal for next weekend. All I right, think you can so- probably do that. Now we've got all we got some rally cross out of the way. We could talk about rally cross for the next hour, but you know me, I love watching you. You were the driver for Matt Damon in the Fast and Furious. No, not not Fast and Furious. What was the the uh, those, Bourne? Those are Jason, the Bourne movies. Jason yeah. Bourne, yeah. What's the movie stuff like now? Are you now that you're not doing television? Do you have some movie stuff? that you could talk oh, about and bring I, us up I to had, speed on? I had a lot of time this year to do some movie stuff. It was so much fun. Um, I did uh, the ones that are out now, uh, The Art of Racing in the Rain. Uh, we'll start with The Tear Jerkers. I know that one made you made you all cry. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, that one, uh, The Art of Racing in the Rain, was cool. That was uh, uh, Jeff Swart, who, uh, you know, from Pike's Peak, and who is a, a a well-known commercial director. He was actually the second unit director for that. So he did all the stunt directing. Um, and, uh, there was some fun Ferrari driving, did Hobbs and Shaw where I was a 300 pound Samoan, uh, you know, rocks, the rocks brother be mainly because of my, my body. I naturally sort of fit the description, I think. So they, they got me out there. I had to grow hair for about four days to really get that full beard going. Um, (laughs) But that was super fun because the cars they built for that were these off-road like rat rods, and uh, they had this like twin turbocharged Peterson truck that was lowered with giant knobbies on it. I mean, they went completely out of the box on that for the cars, and it was super cool. Um, then uh, another movie that just came out was called Ad Astra, and that was a Brad Pitt movie. Um, that was wearing a, a space suit. And we were driving these, like, moon replica moon buggies. But we were driving them on sand dunes and jumping around sand dunes. But, you know, the film that they shot it with, it, it looked like the moon. And so all those moon scenes were were done on basic Polaris razors that were modified into to buggies. Wow, um, wait a minute. I just saw cool. that movie last week. You mean you were one of the... One of the people out there. How did you get to the? How did you get back from the moon so quick? Um, I got back on Tuesday. Uh, there's a time change, um, <laughs> but no, it's uh, it, 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 we actually shot the dune scenes out at Dumont Dune. So you know Baker, about halfway between L.A. and Vegas, and uh, there I was Brad Pitt's double for that, and then one of the Russians. <laughs> but uh, it was. 
it was super cool, um, you know, to rip those around. You know, uh, your old friend Reese Millen, he's the one that built those cars. So it's kind of funny how all these drift guys have kind of worked their way into the movie business of different angles. And uh, Reese built those those buggies, and, and they were flawless. We flogged them for, for weeks. Uh, that was a really fun one. Wow. That's awesome. It's just the greatest. My mouth is just wide open like, yeah, Tanner's life really sucks. <laughs> I mean, the Man. movies are really cool. The movies are cool. We did the Ford Ford versus Ferrari movie. That was a long one. And that was cool to be in um, these old things. But, you know, with movies, the cars are never in real life you know, as cool as they are on film. So those those uh, uh, cars in Ford versus Ferrari, a lot of them were built by the art department based on matchbox cars, and so oh some of them were yes, some of them were so small that you know only a couple people. I obviously way too tall to get in there, but you know some people were um, had to you had to find the shortest stunt drivers in the country basically to drive these things. And so fine. did you okay, double could, Matt Damon yeah, again? Could, he's say. in he's in the Ford versus Ferrari. Did you double him again? No, no, I didn't double Damon. He was um, Carroll Shelby, so he didn't drive in that one. Um, it was uh, Christian Bale was Kenneth Miles who won the race, and then McLaren is second, and then I actually played on camera the guy who finished third. Um, Ronnie Bucknam, uh, but I. So then we're going to see double. you in the in the film. Yes, I'm going to give a slightly satisfied but somewhat disgruntled <laughs> look to Christian Bale, uh, right at the finish line. Yes, indeed. Use that big, sad card, a, baby. <laughs> yeah, it's a big moment. It's a big moment. <laughs> you have a line. Do you have a line in the movie? Oh, are you kidding? No, I don't have a line. Don't blink. I mean, you may not see it. It's very fast. I haven't seen it yet, but I assume that it's going to happen very quick. But the driving, the driving, uh, you know, the, for the rest of the movie was super fun. We had uh, one of the most uh, well-known second unit directors in the world, um, Darren Prescott, who was taking care of the driving job. So it was, it was pretty awesome. Tanner, one last thing for you. We were talking about this last hour, and the Cup Series ran on the Roval this weekend, and we asked ourselves, we asked each other this question, do we like a cutoff race being decided at the Roval specifically you as a driver who've driven driven everything under the moon would do you like that having the Roval not not another road course but the Roval specifically as a cutoff race for NASCAR Hmm. I okay well I it's strangely enough the only track that I have driven an actual competition stock car um is uh was at a Roval in Miami where we used the turn three and four, and then we used the road course. It was with Carl Edwards during a Top Gear shoot, and we were racing a McLaren versus his road course car, and he had to take off early, so I did his driving also, which was my pleasure, and it was awesome. And um, that, I mean, I, I, I'll be honest, I don't know exactly what the drivers say about that, in the challenges, but from my perspective and the few short laps that I had, it's insanity because the car is not set up for either, really. Hmm. And uh, I'm sure they figure out which one's more important. They probably set it up for the road course, and then they just have to survive the oval turn. And 
um, the speed that they're going through uh, the oval with a car that's aerodynamically and suspension isn't set up for you know the the normal oval setup um, makes it just absolutely hairy on those bias ply tires. So it's got to be a really sketchy race for them. Uh, what are what are the comments from the drivers? Drivers not not so much negativity or positivity in one direction or another, but man, the fans are loving it. But between oh, the three like of it. us, we we all kind of disagreed. I love it as a cutoff. Kenny's meh, and Statman's no, don't you know, not at all. Huh. Well, I mean, it's certainly so. You've got to have a you got to have a pretty rounded skill set. So, I mean. It's got to be a nice filter for those guys, and you know, because I'm sure when they get in certain tracks, there's just specialists in certain tracks yeah. that uh, they just can't be beaten on that weekend. Freak Nation. His name is Tanner Faust, as you could tell. Uh, the guy's got a few things to say. Man, he's got, he's got <laughs> so I'm talking like crazy, aren't I? <laughs> yeah. Don't wait so damn long to get back in the Freak Nation. <laughs> All right. Tanner? Yeah, oh, yeah. He hey, there. He left. Okay, there you go. I said, don't <laughs> yeah. wait so damn long to get back to the Freak Nation. Oh, All right? yeah. No, All I right? mean, absolutely. It has been a while. I guess I got to wow. win stuff in order to talk to you yep. guys. So that's just how it works. Win stuff or fill in for Matt Damon? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, either or. It's, it's pretty even, Steven, there, really. True. <laughs> Tanner, thank you, buddy, for doing this. Hey, my pleasure. Great talking to you guys. Yes, you too. Mid-Ohio next Coming up in moments, it's going to be so fun. Your stat man, Scat. Also, George Thorogood, a freaking flashback. It's incredible. 16 years ago as we celebrate 20 years of the Freaks. More Freaks next. Good evening, my fellow citizens. Every driver wants to win races. It's the way they're wired. But team drivers have priorities. The first is beating their teammates. Ferrari had troubles with all that today in Russia. Apparently, the team had a plan for pole sitter Charles Leclerc to lead teammate Sebastian Vettel behind him in third to lead Vettel around Lewis Hamilton, who qualified second. But Vettel was able to take the lead in Leclerc's draft and wouldn't give it back, even when the team asked several times on the radio. The real fun came when team officials kept Vettel on the track even after his tires were worn out. That let Leclerc back in the lead. Eventually, Vettel's power unit gave out and put him out of the race for good. Funny how that works. While all this was going on, points leader Lewis Hamilton of Mercedes was moving to the lead, and his teammate, Valtteri Bottas, was second, holding off Leclerc. So, quoting Mike Tyson, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. Or, in the case of Ferrari in Russia, until you get punched in the race. Peace. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. Hey. Hey, Bench. What are you doing? I'm rubbing my blue emu on. Were you ready to go fishing? Fishing? You said we were going fishing this morning. I have 10 gold glove oh, awards. Oh, here we go again. Johnny Bench doesn't go fishing. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Johnny Bench goes catching. Blue emu supports healthy muscles and joints. Blue emu. It works fast and you won't stink. Available at nationwide retailers and Amazon. 
Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words, buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing VectorVest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Hi, I'm Rick Tittle, and I host the Video Game Review every Sunday night at 9 o'clock Pacific, midnight on the East Coast, right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Video games are way more important than your job, your school, or your relationship, so let's talk about them. Everything from the 2600 to the 360. I don't work for any video game company, so I'll tell you what's worth your money and what stinks. Also, cheat codes, interviews, your calls, I'll give away a game, release dates, all that and more every Sunday night right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. LucasOil.com, great website to check out numerous products from your boats, motorcycles, sports cars, to your family sedan. they got the product to keep you right on the road. Do yourself, your family a favor. Go to LucasOil.com or your favorite auto parts dealer store today. Statman, can you update the Freak Nation? Scott P- Speed, former uh, Formula One driver, NASCAR Cup driver, of course, many years now in, in rally. Uh, what's the latest on Scott Speed and his uh, practice accident? Well, I I don't know much more than what Tanner said. In fact, it kind of surprised me that I was told that he was home recuperating, but that was in fact uh, maybe three weeks ago. So he to have him out at Coda at a rallycross event, even if he's wearing a brace, that's good news. And the fact that he didn't need surgery, that's even better news. What happened was that, I think it was the second event of the rallycross season, he uh, went flying and uh, landed on the flat part of the, uh, 
of the jump instead of on the downslope of the jump and uh, compressed his back and uh, hurt his back and uh, broke several vertebrae. And he still was able to get out of the car and took a step or two before he collapsed. So uh, he was home recovering, missed most of the season with Subaru. He had left Volkswagen. And uh, uh, so it was good news to hear him out at an event. Yeah, I was shocked to hear that too, but wow, wow. I didn't know if you knew. Again, it's probably a stupid question to ask a driver if there was any talk about him getting back in a car. I don't know if you've heard anything of that nature. I no, think that's I haven't. The plan. Yeah, I haven't heard anything. But when I talked to the people at Subaru after the accident, they said they expected him back in the car, right. but uh, <laughs> in not this year. You know, I mean, it's it's uh, it's going to be a while before he gets back in a car, uh, and they are they got a lot of help from him. The Subarus are much faster this year just from the uh, several months that he was with the team before the season started. Bam. Freak Nation, we're coming up. It'll be June of next year. It'll be, it'll be a full 20 years, but we're, we're into our 20th year now, uh, and we've done our best to have a freaking flashback every Sunday night, and this one's going to be special coming up next. It's with George Thorogood. He came in with his guitar, and his backup guitarist, they sat in, sat, sat in the studio with us for 30, 45 minutes. Statman was excited because we had a damn good pizza. Uh, but we've got, a, we've got a highlight from this interview, uh, about 12 minutes of it. It's just it's fantastic, George Thorogood. It's us 16 years ago. Uh, reminiscing with uh, George Thorogood. Lonesome George. That's next. Speak Spitz, Lucas Hall Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Now, what if I told you that the best burger you could buy to cook on your grill or stovetop, it was available in your favorite grocery store? Well, it is. And it's Bubba Burger. How awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound? Jalapeno, Angus, all-natural Bubba Burgers. Are you watching what you eat? Then grab the reduced fat or turkey Bubba Burgers. All in your favorite grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, go with Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a burger better than a Bubba. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited, 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. <laughs> this is going really well. Yeah, so I guess you've heard then. What? You mean that whole saving money with Geico thing? No. That I'm actually a chess painter. Pirate fans unite! That was not on the profile. So now you've heard. Geico. Saving people money on car insurance. And now an official partner of Major League Baseball. Hey, you want the easiest car care ever, right? There's a couple Lucas Oil products you got to get your hands on. 
One, Lucas Slick Mist Fast and Easy Speed Wax. Two, Tyron Trim Shine. And three, Interior Detailer. It's better than anything on the market, so this is what you do. You spray the Speed Wax on a wet or dry surface, you wipe it off, and you're done. You think you can handle that? Lucas Interior Detailer rejuvenates interiors, and Lucas Tires and Trim Shine does wonders on tires and wheels. Lucas Slick Mist. It's easy. It works. Go to lucasoil.com for more information. Whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in wet and dry conditions, or a summer performance tire designed with a driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire, they got you covered. From the all-new G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire, they're going to get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, cruising with speed freaks since 2001. Want to bring racing technology into your driveway? Lucas High Performance Motor Oil is advanced race engine technology for everyday cars and trucks. It reduces friction heat and coats your engine with a tougher, longer-lasting oil film for maximum protection. Lucas High Performance Motor Oil cools and cleans your engine and protects against sludge buildup from everyday stop-and-go driving. Lucas High Performance Motor Oil is made in America and sold to the world. It works. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. We're into our 20 years of Speed Freaks, Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, and it's cool with all the interviews that we've done over these last 20-plus years. Many of them have been musicians, and bands, actors, comedians, and one that we did 16 years ago comes off of a little friendship that I built with George Thorogood several years before when I was doing some television, sports, and entertainment for UPN News 13 in Los Angeles. And I did a feature on George Thorogood. George Thorogood played one of our Sergeant Saturday Nights live from the Borders Bookstore. But I also took George Thorogood and I believe his, maybe his manager, took him to a Dodgers, I believe, Philadelphia Phillies game. We sat up and watched a Watched a uh, watched the game together, and I, I don't know if in this interview if he tells the story about the regardless. It's just a, it's cool to go back many many years and listen to these interviews just because of the friendships that have been built over the years. Enjoy this one. This is 2003 with George Thorogood, lonesome George Thorogood, and the Freak Nation. Would you please welcome? I've known him for about five or six years, and I'm gonna want him to tell that story at Dodger Stadium. About that broad who sang so horribly, who sang the national anthem, <laughs> and you looked up at me. <laughs> you, but you, I, I know who Kenny Sargent really is, folks. He is that guy. Get up close did, to the, get up close he, to the mic, George. He did this to, to me in Dodger Stadium, and ladies and, and gentlemen, uh, George Thorogood. Yeah, and everybody was everybody was like in in in, in just in well, physical pain as well as you know mental pain. <laughs> Uh, struggling through this national and I turn around and I look at Kenny Sargent and because this is visual I was sitting there and I was standing, standing with my father-in-law and I and I turned around and Kenny's standing there like this and he looks at me and he goes like this <laughs> giving the face of meaning I like think so. no no he was giving me a face like be good <laughs> you, you know that guy and we all had that guy in study hall 
that while the teacher had both palms on the desk and was right in your face screaming at you, there was always that guy tapping you under the table with his foot, <laughs> making you laugh at the, at the study hall teacher's face. And the person would keep screaming, Fer, could you laugh one more time? There was always that guy under the table, and that was Kenny Sargent. <laughs> and that was, I know. And he is that guy. I know and him. It would always be me getting in trouble, the other guy getting all scot-free. Right. He proved it, and he proved it at Dodger Stadium that night. Yeah, but that girl went on to be famous. Britney Spears is pretty good now. <laughs> I, I, don't, I really don't recall who it was, but I remember you. Dude, it was horrible. Okay, I said, this guy's going to get me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably every camera in the TV camera in the student stadium was aimed at you. And he was tapping me under the under the chair like this, trying to get me, trying to get me to blow it. That bastard that he is. We got George Thorogood in here. He's doing a number of things. He's touting the new CD, "Ride Till I Die." So we figure we ought to get his happy ass in here in the Freak Nation. We got about hundred thousand people listening to us, George Thorogood. And sometimes we've had oh big time musicians in here like yourself who will play, some won't play. Which, by the way, George will be bringing his acts in hey. here. With Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Jim Solar. Jim Solar. Dallas, Texas. You need to get close to the mic, man. These are radio mics. These aren't those big-ass <laughs> multi-directional. I'm on the mic. There you go. I'm on the mic. <laughs> George Thorogood, your utmost greatest memory of you in a car is? My utmost uh, greatest memory of me in a car was probably. Even on a bus. On a bus. Probably um, on a bus or a car. My greatest which memory. Is, which is a, is a funnier story for the Freak Nation? Uh, my greatest memory of being in a car is um, riding in the back seat of a limousine with my wife and my daughter. That's my greatest memory of being awesome. in a car. Awesome. With Marla and Rio, That's right? That's right. All right. That's my How greatest about that? memory. That's pretty cool. Pure class, too. But you did tell me a story here, Chief, in the uh, in the break here. That your oh, first now, he goes right in, now he goes right into the smut. You no, no, about... no, no smut. I, I respect that. That's class. Because here's a guy that could be – he's toured Remember for Remember like, his daughter and his I wife know, are listening. I know. This is what I think is class, is that you're talking about your daughter, and a lot of rock stars get a bad break sometimes, but you – did play your first gig at a snappy breast facility, correct? Well, we had a we had a um, first gig ever, ever, ever. Well, our first gig was actually at a at a, at a college. And then we got it later. We couldn't the get the college of breast facility. We couldn't get no. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> you people are terrible. You know, may I say that? I mean that in the utmost respect. You're, you're, That's, good. I, That's great. It's pretty bad when you got to bring in George Thurgood to clean up your image. <laughs> But that's, the thing that's yeah, but the that's, thing that's remarkable that's about you. That's gotta be a drop. I know. That's gotta be. A we're drop. gonna be we're gonna be playing that drop for years to come. The thing that's the most remarkable about you is that so many people listen to your music. It, you could have, I mean, you've got people in the Freak Nation that are George Thorogood fans, and I understand even the Pope rocks the Vatican with George Thorogood. <laughs> well, it's meant that music covers a lot of boundaries. The, verse, you the know, Pope was snapping the old bad, hooks there. Yeah. Bad the where, did, yeah. Where, where did Gear Jammer come from? Uh, actually, I was listening to um, a lot of uh, a lot of radio uh, in in eighty about eighty one eighty two that was country radio, mm-hmm. and I was thinking that it was I really thought that country country music about eighty one or eighty two I was thinking it was going to get really huge, massive in the next decade. I thought it was going to just take off like nobody, which it had, really has. Yeah. And I was listening to it, and I was trying to write songs in that. I, I wrote a song called I Drink Alone, and also wrote a thing called Gear Jammer. But I couldn't really get good country music to fit it. And then I, I said, well, the, the, play play how you play, George. Don't, you know, I, I thought the name Gear Jammer, because you know, a lot of um, country people listen to, you know, semi-trucks mm-hmm. and all that. They, they usually keep it to the, to the country station. Mm-hmm. And I was uh, directing it towards those type of people that drive the semis. And, I, and then I started thinking, well, maybe a lot of rock and roll people listen to, you know, have that for a living and do it as well. But I, I couldn't seem to fit those kind of, those songs into a country 
you know, format. So I said, just go with, you know, I said, you know, you're not going to catch Led Zeppelin or any of those guys, but uh, <laughs> you can give it an effort and you know, give it a try. You know, we've got George Thorogood. Lo- where did Lonesome George? Where did Lonesome come from? There was a cat in our neighborhood who was who was about um, a year and a half younger than me, and he fancied himself as a, a kind of a playboy, which he was at, at the tender age of about fourteen or fifteen. He always had girls around him, and I never had any. And he used to tease me. He used to tease me a lot, and he'd say he'd be he'd have three girlfriends, and he'd say, "Why don't you, why don't you guys go hang out with George?" I said, "No, we don't want to hang out with that guy," you know. And then he'd say, he'd say, he always said, Lonesome George. He took pity on me. He'd say, here comes Lonesome George. And that's oh. how, and then it kind of, it just kind of rolled from there. Where's I don't, he now? I don't know. Hey, he's Where's driving he a bus now. now. Actually, like a you know what, actually, you know what he did? I saw the guy, I saw the guy, not recently, I was doing a show at the air-conditioned <laughs> Philadelphia Spectrum, which was sold out the the air in, in Philadelphia, which is near where I'm from. Yeah. And I was playing there, and we had it, we had it sold out. I was a kid from Delaware, right, and from the from the oh, country. I'm literally a country boy, Jeff and I. And we're here playing, and this guy comes walking in the room, and he's now about at least 150 pounds overweight. God, I love. And that. he's a security guy at the Spectrum while I'm headlining it as a star. You know what? Oh. You know what? And, oh. I, and I went to him. And he walked. I didn't right now. I walked up. I said, I said, hey, Timmy. And I was thinking, well, that's that's your karma, pal. You know, you, you know, that's I believe in that sort of thing. Who's lonesome now? <laughs> I didn't take it that far. I just I did quietly, you know. You didn't have to. He's a security guard at the just, Spectrum. I say I said like Tommy Lasorda said, you 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 win with pride, you lose with dignity. Vicky. I didn't need words to 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 get him. Damn, George, Vicky in Hollywood. You're on with George Thorogood and the Speed Freaks. Go ahead, Vicky. Hey, George, how are you? We're good. Yeah, the concert was wonderful, and I wanted to congratulate you on your 30th anniversary. Thank and- you. Rock and roll. What are you doing? Yoga? You can kick your your foot over your head higher than I yoga. can. Yoga. <laughs> yoga. Uh, no, I just um, you know do like everybody else. Try to get eight hours sleep, three square meals, and some exercise. There's no real no real mystery, you know how to how to try to stay on top That's of it. That's true because you bring there, there's some you bring out the Chuck Berry in everybody, brother. <laughs> you really do with your scooting and those happy shoes you always wear. Well, you know uh, Chuck Berry. Not too long ago, they cornered him and they said. Um, Chuck, what do you base your success on? And he could have given any answer he wanted. Here's the guy that influenced the Beatles. That's his Bob Dylan. The, you know, the, all the top people. Chuck's there. Every, there's not one of them can say Chuck Berry didn't sink into their life in some way. Kind of like Marlon Brando as an actor. So somebody asked Chuck, and they said, what do you base your success on? And he said, you got to eat right. Wow. And I thought, yeah, okay. Because, you know, without your health, where are you going? Nowhere. I'm, I'm and that right. comes from Chuck Berry. So I took that to heart. We got George Thorogood here in the Speed Freaks pitch. That's Statman Carruthers, Crash Gladys. My name is Kenny Sargent. Dominic, Dominic in San Francisco, you're on with the Speed Freaks and George Thorogood. Go ahead, Dominic. Hello, George and other destroyers. Yeah. Uh, George, why do you never play a solid body guitar to impart to your music a heavier rock sound? Frankly, your hollow body guitar sounds not very appealing. It doesn't sound very appealing. I got a few gold records on the wall that might, uh, you know, uh, you might argue that. But I can only play a semi-solid uh, body guitar, Dominic. Uh, Jim Suler is a versatile guitar player as anybody. He plays solid bodies, Fenders, uh, Gibson Les Pauls. Um, I started out as an acoustic player. I played with thumb picks, and I've tried every guitar. And the semi-acoustic guitar is the, uh, it's really the only one I can. If they didn't make that guitar, I would have literally never been in a band. That's George Thorogood over there at Statman Carruthers. My name's Kenny Sargent. You got Crash Gladys, Lug Nuts. Jim Shuler's over there about to fall asleep. He wants to light up that damn electric yeah. guitar. Yeah. What do you guys want to do? 
Um, well, like you, I'd like to sit here and tell my life story, but uh, you know, that's that's not anything. We're gonna do a thing called uh, "Let It uh, Ride Till I Die," uh, written by John Lee Hooker and um, yeah. taught to me by uh, John Hammond. Yeah. And uh, it's gonna gonna dedicate this to uh, two great Americans, Peter Fonda and Tommy Chong. Wow, cool. Daddy was a jockey, showed me how to ride. My daddy was a jockey, showed me how to ride. Shoot a waltz through the middle and jump from side to side. Jump in the middle, jump from side to side. She's a fine little pony, sure love to have a fun. Fine little pony, sure love to have a fun. Started bumping and fussing, watch this little filly run. I said, ride till I die. Ride, jockey, ride. Ride till I die. I ride slow and easy, that's a way to make it last. I ride slow and easy, that's a way to make it last. Ooh, I know how to run, I ain't gonna run out of gas. I ride till I die. Ride, jockey, ride. Ride till I die. Ride for me, baby. Hop in the saddle, ride, honey, all night long. Hop in the saddle, ride, honey, all night long. I know just how to ride, I sure ain't gonna ride your own. I know just how to ride, I ain't gonna ride your own. Ride for me, baby. Oh. Mm, fine little pony, ride to the break of day. She's a fine little pony, ride to the break of day. Started bumping and fussing, do everything this poor boy said. Let her ride till I die. Ride, jockey, ride. Ride, ride, ride. My daddy was a jockey, showed me how to ride. Daddy was a jockey, showed me how to ride. I should have once in the middle and jumped side to side. Once in the middle and jumped side to side. Ride for me, baby. Wow. And what year was that? 2003. That was 03. Wow. That just happened, didn't it? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's, that's world-class cool. That's all I can say. You won't find another motorsport show that has that. Has the winner of the NASCAR race, has probably the next rallycross champion in America, and bad to the bone, George Thorogood. That's wow. Wow. Not, Not what? What?
much motorsport. Much motorsport. Helio or Helio. Not, not, not. Well, not only that. Much, much, much. Thank you, I love you. And headlining the party. Douchebags. Loose. Not much motorsport. Freaks. Not much motorsports. An Oregon deli worker accused of serving bean dip laced with methamphetamines. <laughs> of course. Yep. Mm. Uh, accused of feeding it to at least two unknowing co-workers. Cassandra Hernandez was allegedly caught on surveillance camera pulling the drugs secreted in her bra, then lacing the service hot tray beans at the Thriftway grocery store. I'm not making this up, man. The Frijoles Freak was charged in Marion County Circuit Court with delivery of methamphetamine and reckless endangerment and causing another person to ingest a controlled substance. <laughs> uh, she's... Uh, her bail set at five hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> Is that all? Wow. I don't. I don't know how to get out of that. <laughs> I really don't. I let's really hear don't. some more. Let's hear some more thoroughgood. Right. <laughs> uh, any, look. Anytime you can get to. How about this? A couple expecting a dress, they get a package of full of. Ecstasy. Yep. This didn't happen in the United States. This happened in Austria. They were expecting a dress in the mail. They opened up a large package that arrived at their home. Instead, they found nearly 25,000 ecstasy tablets. Yeah. The couple returned the package to the post office. Please determine the box contents were only 24,000 ecstasy tablets with an estimated street value. Of $550,000. They kept the 1000 for themselves. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, greatness. Pretty good show, Freak Nation. We'll do it again next Sunday. Thank you guys for hanging out. The website's speedfreaks.tv. Shoot the juice to the moose. And Statman. Got it loose. Later. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined.